Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Laura Stiles. Laura is a mindset coach. She's a mum of boys and a conscious parenting educator. Her work involves inviting parents to look within themselves in order to become aware of their reactions, beliefs and stories rather than trying to fix their child. Laura's on a mission to help busy parents feel connected to their children again. She helps them break the cycle of generational parenting by guiding parents of one to seven-year-olds via bespoke programs. Welcome, Laura. Hi, thank you, Laura, for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure. I'm always I'm always fascinated by the different niches that are in coaching. And I think you're the first parenting coach that I've actually spoken to on the podcast. And I know a lot of our listeners are parents. So maybe just begin, if you can, by telling us a little bit about how you started your coaching, your journey into coaching. Yeah, sure. So um, for me, it, it started when I was pregnant for the first time. So back in 2016, I... Um, I felt like I wanted to do all the right things to prepare myself for having children. Mm -hmm. So I did hypnobirthing, I did NCT, I was, you know, just getting kind of prepared to have a a, a kind of mum community around me because I didn't have any family that lived nearby. Um, And I thought, I'm just going to try and be the best parent I can possibly be. Mm -hmm. And then my son came along and... Yeah, everything was lovely the first year, but then obviously when they're a little baby, you're just like, oh, the cuddles and and it's just tiring really. But mm-hmm. when you start to get to that stage where they're having tantrums and they're just really having those big emotions and they're just, and it's pretty much uncontrollable. You can't control it. Well, if you do, you know, it's, everyone's got different parenting styles, but I was just finding myself so triggered by his big emotions. I just found it really hard to um, kind of contain my anger. I would get very angry and frustrated. And I thought, I don't want to act like this. I don't know how to, yeah, it was just a real struggle to kind of Mm. cope with my own emotions um, and my own reactions. So I started to, I came across Dr. Shafali, who is, um, she's someone who kind of talks all about the Eastern philosophies and kind of mixes it in with the Western way of living. And yeah, conscious parenting is her thing. And when I came across that, I just completely consumed myself in everything conscious parenting, everything to do with, um, you know, attachment theory. And I read a lot about Dr. Gabor Mate, who talks about the same kind of things, you know, he's, um, he's a physician, but he he's, he's um, an expert in like family relationships and psychology. And I basically just read all the books, um, from from then until now um and then obviously did your course last year and I just thought I really want to be able to help other parents and make them realize that 
because I think with parenting, you're really worried about how people are going to judge you. And you think, well, it's okay. I'm just going to, everyone seems to be kind of doing it really well when I see people on social media. So Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, you suffer in silence and you don't have a network around you of people that can help you or give you that space. You are going to struggle. So I just think it would be, um, well, it is something that can help people. I've seen quite a few parent coaches out there and I just know that they're doing really great things. And I thought I need, this is the way that I can help people. So yeah, it's a real kind of like mission of mine to help others. Absolutely. So you mentioned a couple of things there, one of which was conscious parenting. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about what conscious parenting is and, and how we know if we're doing it or not? Yeah. So conscious parenting is it's really, uh, you know, if you've got a child who has behavior that you're not happy with, mm-hmm. it's not trying to fix the child. It's looking inward at yourself and just looking at why you would react a certain way, um, why you have certain habits and behaviors. And you're kind of really going back to when you were a child and how you were raised. Um, and it's just doing inner work on yourself. And um, it's really interesting, you're basically analyzing why you would kind of be a certain way with your child's behavior. And um it's a really, uh, you know, since I've started reading about conscious parenting, I've learned so much about myself. I've actually started to realise that my children have were born in order for me. Like, I feel like they sort of chose me so that I could do this work on myself because otherwise yeah. I would never <laughs> have chosen to do it. So, um, yeah, so it's really just a way of um, looking inward at yourself, trying to create better habits, um, uh, yeah, undo kind of certain uh, neural pathways in your brain that might be um, ineffective ways to like, deal with your children. And yeah, it's all kind of like internal uh, stuff that needs to shift. I think one of the things that I've realised in being a parent uh, is that, you know, being a parent is probably the most powerful personal development experience that you can have because you do learn so much about yourself, you know, so much about your emotions, your behaviours, your habits, as you said, and the way that you think and the way you perceive people's actions, your children's actions, uh, and then how you react to those. And it's absolutely fascinating. And that's where I think there's that correlation, isn't there, between, you know, parenting and and conscious parenting and mindset and the mindset of a parent. So Mm -hmm. in this context, what what does mindset mean to you when it comes to coaching the parents that you coach? Yeah, it's a good question because I think mindset is, um, I know how you you always say mindset is everything, which mm-hmm. it absolutely is. But, and this is why this work is so important to me because it, I like truly believe, this is going to sound like so over the top, but without mindset, we're not going to create the type of world that we want to live in. This planet is going to just go to pot without people mm. having the right mindset. And if people just make the effort to recognize and be aware of their behaviors and do, a, even if they just do a little bit of work to improve, you're going to be creating a better world for your children. And, uh, you know, if it's, if I'm just helping say like 10 parents in, in this career, like if it's just a few families, it would be putting a little bit of extra effort into creating a better planet for the future. So for me, mindset is everything and more for, you know, the, if you just look at, this is going to get quite deep now, but like not to get political, but if just look at like world leaders and mm-hmm. certain world leaders out there who have been in power, who, you know, they, you, you kind of look at their behavior and think, wow, like what, what's, why is his decision-making like Trump, for example, and I'm not going to kind yeah. of like talk about who I support or anything, but um, and, and this is literally just talking about him as a person, not 
not who he kind of nothing to do with like sides but what what would he have gone through as a child mm. to be in that mindset to act how he acted and you would have seen some some behavior that he would have had just was quite childlike it's almost like he would have had a tantrum if he you know if there was more people turning up on the opposition's kind of like inauguration that kind of thing and it's mm. like wow that's someone who is a world leader in like one of the if not the most powerful countries in the world has all that power and if he had have changed his mindset from an early or had maybe something whatever happened in his childhood I mean there's people have said like his dad was a psychopath and it's just it's interesting when you start to really unpick Hmm. what's happened to people who are you know that powerful or who are in a certain kind of who act a certain way it's like wow what would have been different if that person had have done some inner work Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important to me because I think where could we be in 50 years from now if everyone in the world works on their mindset what kind of world could we be living in it could be some sort of utopia in my head (laughs) call call me an optimist but yeah that's that's honestly how I think (laughs) yeah yeah and it is it, it is it's absolutely fascinating isn't it when we think about you know how important our parents are in shaping our belief system in shaping our lives in shaping our values and our behaviors right from that early imprint stage and even in the womb right we sort of you know, we're in there and we know with epigenetics, there's so much that gets passed down as well, you know, genealogically uh, to us that, you know, being a parent is just this massive responsibility. And I think it's one of the light bulbs that goes on, you know, during the Mindset Coach certification for people is, oh my gosh, especially for parents, right? I, I am my children are like a sponge and they're watching every single thing they, that I do. They are listening to everything that I say. They are taking everything literally because their logical centre of their brain hasn't developed yet. And so yeah. it almost becomes like this big wake-up call that I really need to pay attention to what I'm doing because yeah. it has that direct impact on my children. And You know, I know with my own children, like I've had examples where they might overhear a phone conversation and they start worrying about something and I Mm. need to explain to them the context of that conversation and what was going on and be really conscious of that so that they don't, you know, get worried or whatever. So, um, you know, about potentially what that was meaning. So it um, it is so incredible. And so when it comes to... When it comes to mindset and and parents and the parents that you work with, are there some common themes of of things that you're working with them on in your coaching practice? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of common themes. Um, people usually come to me with um, it will either be kind of tri- they're getting triggered and feeling angry, which is obviously mm-hmm. very common because especially for mums, I think as as women, as little girls, we would have had to kind of stuff those angry emotions down. It's like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to be angry. You're not allowed to shout. And um, I'm not saying this is the same for everyone, but, um, you know, back in, in the era of when I was young, it was very much like, you know, d- let's all be happy. You can't kind of, it's, it's not good to show the emotions of crying and anger. So that festers and that stays in us for a lifetime and that will still be held there. Yeah. And this is why, you know, you get people who come to me and they're just saying, well, but when my child does this, I get it. So the rage is just like burning inside of me. It's like, well, yeah, that's so normal. And mm-hmm. and on the calls we work through that. And then there's also things like 
um, yeah, my child isn't listening. My three or four year old isn't listening, which is a completely age appropriate behavior of, of <laughs> yeah. that age group. You know, it's like, OK, that's normal. So um, and yeah, and we work through that. And so, yeah, not, not listening, not cooperating. They can't concentrate. They won't sit at the table. And this, again, is all age appropriate stuff for um, usually the ages that they come to me with. Um, uh, there's often things that people come to me with, though, that they they think that's the you know, the presenting problem will be one of those things. But actually, when we get to the root cause, it's something that's completely different. And and I think this is why my programs are quite, um, they, they get very, very deep because we do look a lot at your yeah. childhood. And we might look a lot at, um, or a little bit at your partner's childhood if you're a married couple and talk a little bit about that as well. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting because there's so many kind of like facets and things that can play a part to how, to how you might be feeling or to to what might it really depends on like each individual yeah. person that comes to me because everyone's got their own story so yeah and and those stories that we're telling ourselves about our children and why they're doing things can often be completely overblown um and as you say related to our own childhood experiences um so for example if we think a child's ignoring us or not paying attention and we think, oh my gosh, you know, they're just they're being so rude, they're ignoring me. But actually, they're three or four years old. They've got a new truck. They're in the middle of a game, right? Yeah. And it's quite, you know, natural and usual behavior for them not to want to make a change or a shift. It has nothing to do with us or yeah. the fact that they don't love us or care about us or you know, that word respect us, um, yeah. you know, and I've done the inverted so common symbol, symbol there. Um, but we can take on all this meaning from our children's actions that actually has no meaning whatsoever, you know. Yeah. Um, and we know that because just about every parent in the world experiences, you know, my child, my child doesn't seem to be listening to me. It seems to mean that I have to tell them eight or ten times to get their shoes on, right? It's a common universal yeah. experience. But somehow we can start to attribute that as being an attack, a personal attack. They're doing it deliberately, yeah. right? Exactly. It's, yeah. It's they're not only not. they're not their brains aren't developed enough. I mean, unless they're like eight mini evil geniuses, which <laughs> which they're not. <laughs> but it can't even be possible so we need to start to look at well, what does that actually mean why am I choosing to interpret that in that way yeah exactly yeah so, and things like not listening for example I've got a whole um you know if my 12-week program for example I've mm. got a whole you know week dedicated to that and 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 listening skills and active listening and you know there's I do offer up homework. People don't have to do it because I know how busy mums are and 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 dads. But you know, if people want to, you can take on the homework, and you you'll notice the people that I work with who actually do, you know, try these things at home. They're like, oh my god, I tried that, and it actually, I can't believe it actually worked. So there's a lot <laughs> of like little things that I get people to implement and just give a go that they wouldn't have thought of before. And um, yeah, it's all about really just being more mindful. Again, the word conscious. It's being present, being conscious, which, yes, it's so hard in this day and age. We live in a society where everything is just like so fast and we're all working and everyone's busy. But if you just if you took two minutes to do that thing, you'd be saving probably five or 10 minutes screaming and shouting and saying, get your shoes on, because you've you yeah. know just taken a little bit of time to be present and mindful. And, yeah, it's really powerful. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. I read somewhere recently about. You know, if a child is expressing 
a really big emotion and they're maybe having a tantrum or something, they want you to be in rapport with them by getting you to feel that emotion too, by mm. getting you to feel frustrated or angry or upset, the whatever emotion that they're feeling. And yeah, interesting how that how that is can be a signpost to us. Look, I really need to pay attention here. Something's going on. Rather than, you know, in you talked about, you know, when you were little, you know, in the generation that I'm in, it'd be like, you know, it would be that. It'd be stop crying, stop having a tantrum rather than what's wrong, darling? You seem yeah. very upset, you know? Yeah. True, yeah. And and questioning and looking for the root cause of why they're feeling and experiencing those big emotions, you know? Um, so, yeah, it it's very, very interesting work. And I think you mentioned, you know, giving people homework and people having those insights and thinking, oh, my gosh, it worked. And it absolutely does work. And the the thing about it is that our children are our children for all their lives and we can take this small amount of time to invest and do the work and really do the work on ourselves and the whole relationship changes. Um, mm. And so, you know, no matter how busy we are, it's always worth yeah. having that investment because we're teaching our children that, emotions are a normal part of life right yeah yeah exactly and it's so true you're, you're right you they do if you kind of like get within if you get attuned to them when they're having their big emotions and it can be so hard especially if you're not used to doing it and this is why my programs are not short programs you know 12 weeks 10 weeks because it takes work and it takes dedication and but if you put the work in when your children are during you know the imprint years which is the parents that I work with um you are actually setting them up for a lifetime of of you know really good um strong relationships um and and also it means that they will go on to have strong relationships with their future partners or you know siblings and and stuff like that so yes you're right I think um it's all about nervous system science as well just being attuned to their nervous system when they have that big emotion you can co-regulate with them and they feed off. If you're calm, first of all, calm them down. You, you know, have that sort of like touch with them and you can either hug and if they don't like to be hugged, you can just say, I'm going to sit here. And it can be really hard doing it for the first time, just saying, okay, I'm going to sit with you. I'm here when you're ready. Well, they're just screaming and having their moment. Give it a minute or two, they calm down and then you can then talk through, you know, mm. oh, you were having really big feelings then and, and talk through it. So yeah, there's, it's interesting work when you start to do it because you think, oh my goodness, this works. Um, but it does take effort and time. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. There's several things going on there. There's what are the child's needs, what are my needs as an adult, and what are my inner child's needs as well. Like, yeah. you know, I'm parenting my child, I'm parenting myself to a certain degree, um, you know, in terms of my inner child, and I'm also thinking what do I need in this moment. Um, mm. And that can be a really a really interesting sort of triad to work within as well um, to yeah. recognise, particularly for people who didn't have a parent who was recognizing that the best way to calm a screaming angry child 
is not to actually scream back at them and tell them not to scream. It is to mm. sit and do nothing and just be the safe place that they can yeah. go and be that constant in their life. And, you know, it's not easy. You say it's hard work. It is hard work because, you know, there are all these things going on inside. How long is this going to take? All of those kind of things. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's um, it. So and we're living in a world where, sorry, sorry, okay. I was just going to say, we're living in a world where everything is um, given to us so quickly. We're, we're all a lot more impatient than we used to be. Mm-hmm. Everything is, you know, we get instant gratification all the time. And so this is why it's hard because we're not used to waiting for the result. But you're right, saying that you, you know, that inner child work is what I um, I encourage people to, you know, journal or to just take note of like how they're, feeling and mm. listening to their inner child because that is the constant throughout the work I do you do have to listen to that inner child and it's it's really powerful but um but yeah it does take time and you've got to yeah kind of be aware of that yeah I think the other thing is and I know that you do some work on this as well is um you know it's not all about in the moment of you've got great strategies for in the moment great strategies for mindset for parents but also strategies for asking parents to sit and take pause and think, how do I want this relationship to be with my child? Not just now, but in the future. Mm. So talk to us a little bit about that future visioning that you do with parents to to really get them into that space of, you know, the relationship that they want to cultivate. Yeah. And I think um, it's, it's kind of like, the overarching theme of all my work is everything that you will be doing if you work with me is for the future. And it can be really messy in those early, you know, even if I give you kind of um, strategies and tips and, and ideas to to work with on your children, you might find that it takes another six months for that thing to start paying off, or it might take another year. But it does mean that actually when they are a teenager or when they're, you know, those difficult teenage years can be really messy. And it just means that they are just going to be so much more well-equipped and anxiety, you know, children with anxiety, it's on the rise. It's really difficult from the pandemic. There's a lot of children who are really struggling and, you know, those sorts of things. It just means that they are going to be a lot more resilient and a lot more emotionally intelligent. And if they know how to name their own emotions when they're older, they are going to be so much more well-equipped to have stronger relationships to have with everyone, um, to have better working relationships, they'll probably be more successful. And I know I sound like I'm just being over the top, but I truly believe that <laughs> if you if you've got those strong relationships mm. from an early age with a parent, it sets you up for life at work, in your you know personal life um, with your friends. So so yeah, and that's why I think it's I'm I'm really surprised that there's not more. You know, like in in the UK, we have NCT. You know what NCT mm. is, right? Where you have like, you know, before you have a kid, you you can go to the, it's like a paid group where you learn all about how to have a baby. I'm surprised we don't have um, a similar thing for just like the imprint years of parenting, just le- like a government funded course that's similar to what I do, I guess. But it'd just be great for people to have this option available where it's like, right, this is what happens when your children have big emotions. Don't shut them down and don't just like, don't smack them and it's that's not going to help them like that's just going to create depression anxiety whatever else like it's yeah it's kind of just starting in those early years with just being mindful and um yeah really working on uh, the co-regulation and the nervous system work that's where it's hard and it's really hard if you didn't have that as a child yourself as as we said before so yeah yeah it's tricky yeah 
I mean, I know here I'm in Australia now, as you know, and um, they do have parenting courses at school, um, you know, which is really, I think, so beneficial. Um, yeah, but that's that Once they get to primary age, but that's really to cultivate those relationships um, mm. with your children so that you are able to then to parent right throughout the teenage years. And every phase has its challenges, right, no matter how, how old they're getting. Um, I'm sure my dad, who's 78, thinks he's got parenting <laughs> <laughs> sometimes with me too. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, every age, yeah, it's hard. And I, I'm like scared about the teenage years because I'm like, oh my God, I remember what I was like as a teenager. But but again, yeah, it all goes back to, to those early years. If you just get the foundations right and um, work really hard when your kids are really, really young, I genuinely believe you'll be building you know, emotionally intelligent, well-balanced and resilient children. Yeah, absolutely. Adults, yeah. And that's what we want. And sometimes as well, you know, we've been talking about mindset and conscious parenting. Sometimes as well it can be simple tips like eat dinner together at the table as a family. Mm. Yeah. So it can be those practical level skills and those practical level things that enable us to have those conversations and have that touch point in the day where we're all together um and I, yeah. you know, I've noticed that people are doing that less and less frequently certainly you know amongst even my my girls friends um you mm-hmm. know so it's uh yeah. it is interesting because it can be those practical tips um that- that's right yeah you're right. I know, and I do, yeah, I talk about that a lot as well because it's, um, and it's really hard. You've got screens, screens, uh, you know, and also kids are in childcare for quite um, long days because because mums work full time and like, like I do. And um, so you don't get that connection time like you probably would have years ago. Like it's a different world that we live in, but it's, yeah, like you mentioned, I think having that connection time, if you, if you ask you know, like I, I've asked my friends before, what what are those memories that you can mostly like look back on with like the most fondness from when you were younger? And it's always like the real simple things. Um, it's always like sitting at the table, having like a really fun conversation or singing and, you know, during dinner or going to the beach. It's like the basic things that mm. don't cost anything that are like the really good memories. Um, and so, yeah, so that connection time is what kids love and it's really important. So, yeah, just sitting yeah. at the table, even if you do it once a week, it's going to be better than nothing. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah, so powerful. So do that, everyone. Everyone who's a parent, <laughs> please make a point of doing that. Have a dinner party with your kids. What is your one, before we wrap up, what's your one tip for um, for, for parents from a mindset perspective? And then we'll hear about how people can can work with you and the sort of work that you do in more detail. So what would you say is? My, yeah, that's a good question. My, I think it would probably be, it sounds quite um, vague, but just being aware. Mm. So being aware of your reactions, but also being aware and looking at your child's physiology. Like what are they doing when they've suddenly started screaming or going crazy at their sibling because their sibling took a toy or whatever? Look at them. What are they actually doing? Like I did this with my son the other day and I was like, okay, he's he his face has gone red. He's starting to rage. He's about to hit his brother, you know. And if you just like keep an eye on it, it's like, mm-hmm. right, okay. And then this is really hard to do in the moment because everyone's you go into fight or flight. And you know, but it's 
I, I now am able to recognise, and I couldn't do this sort of six months, a year ago. Mm. Um, and this is mainly because when I finished the course with you in December, earlier on this year, I did do, um, I had a parent coach myself and it's made me just really look at my own nervous system and my triggers. And I'm just like, wow, so interesting to just have that awareness. So now I'm like, okay, what am I doing when he's doing that? And I'm like, I feel myself getting really like mm. there's butterflies and I'm kind of, I'm going into fight mode. And because that's my, some people will go into, they just want to flee and go to another room and just shut mm -hmm. the noise away. But for me, I'm like, you know, I want to kind of like scream. So yeah, just be, having that awareness will allow you to then know how to better work on your reactions. Mm. It's mm. it's just, um, that's that's the best place to start. Once you have that awareness, then you can be like, right, you can kind of come up with some ideas of how to then fix how you would react in the future. And it's okay to, you know, everyone's going to explode sometimes. If I'm hungry, sometimes I'm like, oh God, I couldn't help that. I just went crazy at the kids. But so, so my second tip is self-care. Please make sure that you're always well fed. Please make sure that you're going to the toilet when you need a wee. All those basic things that mums actually forget to do. Like sometimes I sit there at work all day long and I'm like, I've needed a wee for about two hours and I haven't had a wee. And that's because, because at school, like you weren't allowed to have go to the toilet during a lesson. You had to put your hand up and I'd be too embarrassed yeah. to put my hand up. So it's really ridiculous, isn't it? But it's just society sets you up to basically be really uncomfortable in your own skin and not look after your own nervous system. So all those basic things, look after your own basic needs, look after your own nervous system, and then you're able to look after your children much better. So yeah, yeah the two things I would start with awareness and yeah, look after your nervous system. Yeah. So powerful. How many times as mums do we make a cup of tea or coffee and we drink it cold <laughs> or we, it goes around in the yeah. microwave or something like that, you know? <laughs> exactly we don't we don't look after ourselves and it's not our fault we're so we're, we're so busy you know like I keep saying but yeah just try and somehow what can you do think about what you can do this week to just look after yourself can you have a bath this week anything I'm just like inviting everyone to do something for themselves this week so yeah please do make sure you do everyone all the parents out there and so for you I'm I'm Really delighted as well to hear that you've experienced a parenting coach yourself, um, which is great because we all need those different levels of support. But and as a parent coach who is also, you know, a my certified mindset coach and hypnotherapist and all of those great qualifications, what how can people work with you? How can people get in touch with you to we'll put your link here, by the way, down below. But, but what how Thank can you. people work with you, Laura? So um, you can work with me. I've got um, three different programs that mm -hmm. I'm currently running. So I've got a 12-week program, which is my signature program, um, which is from Chaos to Calm. Um, and that's where, yeah, we have um, an hour each week. And mm -hmm. yeah, I might give you some work to do in between. And I might give you some hypnotherapy um, to sort of halfway through the, the course, um, which is, again, another thing. This is why I loved your course, because the hypnotherapy is something that a busy mum can just have on while she's falling asleep at night. Mm -hmm. You don't have to create any extra time in your day um to, to have this and um and it works with the unconscious mind so that so that's my that program is is um my signature 12-week program I've also got um, a couples program where um it's kind of dealing with conflict in parenting styles between mm -hmm. parents um and then I just have um shorter calls where it's one or two calls for a problem mm -hmm. that's really 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 getting you down um but I also, um, I'm starting to create my own um, shorter, self-led kind of four to five hour course. I'm working on that at the moment where people Brilliant. can just 
dive in and out and it's in like 15 minute kind of segments and it's a mixture of videos and infographics um uh, so yeah i've got on my website i've got my um, my link my calendly link for my um if, you, if anyone wants to set up a discovery call, it's all on my website. Um, and I'm quite lively on Instagram as well. Yeah, brilliant. All right, we can catch it there. We'll put all those links down below. Um, yeah. And I think one of the things that I that I love about the work that you do, so you've got your Calm to Chaos, chaos and you've also, sorry, Calm to Chaos, it's the other way around. <laughs> calm to Chaos, Calm to Chaos in the house tonight. <laughs> Yeah, let's make it chaotic. We're going to love it. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go from chaos to calm, which I absolutely love. Um, and I also really love the way that you have an offering, which is for two parents, whether co-parents, whether it's co-parenting in the same household, or whether it is co-parenting in different households. Um, that program is, you know, really powerful as well because often. We can come into a relationship and we fall in love with our partner and we have children and then we realise that we've got very different parenting styles or different reactions to different situations. And so just tell us a little bit more about how that program works for people. Yeah. Um, so that one is, um, it, I'm a bit more fluid with that one because it, it depends on the dynamic. So if it's a co-parenting relationship where the couple are not together and if one parent is not really up for doing the calls, then I do have the option of working with just one of the parents, but also I can I can work with the other one separately, but I can, if, if they're not open to it, we can work via email, we can work via like WhatsApp um, uh, voice notes and it, I kind of leave it up to the couple how they want to run it because I know that it can get complicated um, but it's a 10-week course and we look at how uh, each parent was raised because it can really I think people don't uh, sort of often take this into account but obviously we all have such different upbringings and that really shows when we parent our own children so you know there's been things that I uh, reactions that I have with my children and my partner will will kind of be wanting to do it a completely different way. And it can cause so many arguments. You know, in the early days, we argued all the time and it was mostly related to parenting. Um, so yeah, this is a really good uh, package because you're just really learning to get back in harmony mm. with each other again. And also you're learning a lot about each other. So it can really help your relationship. Mm. Um, yeah. And if you're a couple that are still together, it can, uh, it, it can feel a bit like couples therapy, but it's, yeah, it's, it, it can be quite a good laugh, but also it, again, if you did want to do the calls together, it's a really nice way to, to work together and just look at again, like how you were all raised and, um, yeah, we kind of dive deep into that, which is great. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I think it's very, very valuable and I love the work that you do. So Thank you. Uh, yeah, everyone, if you are interested in meeting with Laura, having a chat with her, learning more about her packages and what she offers, then there are links below this episode. She's very lively, as she said, on Instagram, so you can follow her over there. Have you made it over onto the Threads app yet, Laura? That's yes. Uh, yeah, I've joined Threads. Yeah. I've only, I think I've posted like three times. Um, I like Threads because you can mm. just be simple and it can be basic and you don't have to I add a load it. of... Yeah, it's great. So I need to I need to be a bit more active on there. But yeah, I'm on there. So here in the UK, summer holidays are coming up. We've got one or two weeks left of school. Um, and I know it's a really tricky time for parenting, um, but I also know everyone's really busy. But if you book a discovery call throughout August or September, 
um, I'm going to offer all of my, sorry, I'm going to offer my signature package, my 12-week program, half price. So, £750 instead of the full price um, if you book the discovery call within the next um, couple of months. So, that's um, oh to gosh. help you because, yeah. Cause that's, it's a, it's, that's a brilliant Yeah, it's a really, uh, we're in a tricky time with the economic mm. crisis. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to help parents with that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so even though it's for UK UK parents are in summer, it's for parents listening all across the world. If you yes. want to do Laura's 12-week program, it's half price if you book a discovery call in August and September or September, um, yep. and that will be £750, and you can work that out in your currency converter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Lovely. Thank you. That is wonderful. Thank you, Laura. Thanks so much. It's been wonderful chatting with you. And, um, yeah, I really look forward to reading the comments and getting some feedback from the episode because it's been a great one. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura. Thanks for having me. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.